Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom podcast. Coach Lauren, solo today. Well, not completely solo. I'm going to introduce my guest in a second, but no Nicole with me today. So you get Coach Lauren, and we are going to hear from a very special guest. We are going to hear from one of my clients, Celine, and she has an incredible story to share with you guys. We're going to talk about all the incredible progress that she's made. And yeah, I'm just excited for you guys to get to know her. So Celine, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, Lauren. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us more about your story? Sure. Do you have five hours? <laughs> yeah, you've got a good one. She's got a great story. <laughs> no. So I'm I'm 56 years old. And that's why I always put my age because I have been working on myself for a lot of years now, ever since I gave birth to my daughter. And because of consistency of try to be as healthy as I can and, and stronger. I'm even looking better and stronger and healthier than 20 years ago because of all the work. So my story is um, I was at my highest weight when I finished breastfeeding my daughter and that's 289. So meaning my highest weight was more than that, a little more than that. So, but growing up, I was always uh, on the heavy side and I would always struggle because I'm the biggest in our family, even though I'm the youngest. I'm also the biggest in the cousins. I'm the biggest in my group of friends. I'm just always the biggest. And because of our culture, like being big is like, I don't know what right word to say it not to hurt anybody, but it was negative. There's always like, when they see it's like, instead of, hi, how are you? It's like, oh, you gained weight or, oh, you lost weight or, oh, you gained. So it was like all about the weight Mm -hmm. that um, I did uh, things and, and diets to lose weight, which wasn't healthy before growing up so the more I was getting bigger and bigger because if you don't do it the healthier way you will lose but eventually when you stop because it's not sustainable you gain all the weight back and more yes I think a lot of our listeners are going to relate to that (laughs) yes and um, so when I gave birth I was watching Oprah someone uh, stood up and was saying like I lost 120 pounds, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh my God, that's how much weight I have to lose. Like 120 to 150, I would feel good if I do that. that, that, that. And that moved me. I, I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. But again, I didn't do it the right way. I was doing it with the help of um, diet pills. 
Mm. So I was doing diet pills for 20 years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So I just stopped that six and a half years ago. And when I was going to stop that, I knew that I'm going to gain. I knew I'm going to gain weight. And I did right away 45 pounds or 50. I was so depressed and um, so miserable that I said, like, you know what? If you go back to drinking those diet pills, you'll keep on drinking those till you're 90, if you're still alive, when you're 90 or 95. And as a yoga teacher, I was teaching yoga. I just stopped last year. It's like, you're a fake for me because you're supposed to be wellness, teaching something like, to be mindful, healthy, and here you are. That's not helping. What you're putting in your 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 body is not healthy. You know, yeah, you may look good, but it, it's not the healthy way. So I stuck with it and tried different ways to lose weight without the diet pills. So I again did a lot of diets that did work but didn't did work because I was doing it but didn't because once I stopped mm-hmm. I gained again right so in 2020 I tried intuitive eating that didn't work too I gained 35 pounds to 40 pounds so 2021 I hired a nutritionist coach and she helped me lose weight in a healthy way not only telling me like what to eat and whatever but I'm also the type that I think she. I still see her once in a while and talk to her. But I think the the problem that happened there is we became too close. We became friends. Mm-hmm. That the coaching was already different. You know, I, I'm yeah. glad I gained a friend. Yeah, but uh, I needed coaching more. So that's where I found you and I'm so so happy you did (laughs) and I'm happy I did so yeah so my story is like I'm sure anyone's story is I used to be so big looking in the mirror feels like impossible I can even lose all that weight but I kept believing in myself and kept doing mantras and um, mantras are like statements affirmations Mm -hmm. that even though it seems like so impossible. I just kept on saying it all the time, in the morning, in the evening, all the time. And I guess it, it made me feel like I was that. And so I became that. Yeah. And yeah, so I really believe that uh, whatever we put out there will eventually happen if it's meant for you. So be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. So cautionary tale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Whatever you aspire in life, even though how difficult and how you think impossible it is, nothing is impossible. Nothing. The story you tell yourself is really important. It it holds a lot of power. Yes. You can tell yourself, I'll never lose this weight. This is just my body type. I've always been this big. I'm just not a healthy person. Or then later in life, I am not capable of, you know, maintaining this weight loss without these diet pills. I need these. I, you know, I'm super reliant on them. I can't do it without these. That's another story you can tell yourself. Yes. Or 
like you did, you were able to change that story to, I'm not a fraud. I am a healthy person who really prioritizes my wellness, my overall well-being. I have these goals and I am fully capable of reaching them. So yeah, our story is very, very powerful. And I think in each, I like, I love your story because I think it's really relatable. Like you had this big overwhelming goal that I think a lot of people have at the beginning where it feels like, how am I ever going to reach this big goal? And you just kind of chipped away at it and you learned a lot and you've, quote failed a lot along the way oh yes 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 a lot of the failing yes yeah lots of failing it's part of the process but I love that you you said you were self-aware enough to know that like hey these diet pills I have to get off them if I'm even still alive when I'm this age I don't want to be taking them they're not doing anything positive for my health so it was hard it sounded like it was a very challenging thing to let go is maybe a little bit of a safety blanket for you but that self-awareness preceded all your change and you were able to change your story and your narrative that you were telling yourself and now you have a lot of success you've done a lot of things that you should be really proud of I think your story is amazing thank you (laughs) thank you you're welcome so how did you come to work with me why did you decide to initially invest in nutrition coaching what was your goal with our time together I found you in Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I I started following you and I start I, I really follow like everyone who I see in Instagram that inspires me about health, nutrition, wellness, anything to do with that, I follow them. Okay. And again, one of them was you. I like your content. I like what you put out there. So I reached out to you. What was your ultimate goal when you decided to reach out to me? What was the main goal that you had in your mind? I hope this woman can help me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was actually hesitant at first because you're younger. You're younger than me. And um, you know how it is. Like some people have this thing with younger people. Like how can they have wisdom? They haven't had their life yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's scary in Instagram. So, but we had this connection right away this chemistry and I felt comfortable with you and I and I felt that you know what you're doing you're you're knowledgeable and I just signed up and trusted trusted you and and look where we are right now I'm like very happy oh I love hearing that and this is exactly why like I will always offer a free discovery call because it is incredibly important that you feel really comfortable with the coach that you choose. Like it's vital that you have a, that you found a good fit when you're looking for a coach. The coaching process can be really vulnerable at times. You have to be like brutally honest with yourself, with your coach, and it can feel really scary. So if you're with somebody that you don't feel really comfortable opening up to, you're, that's going to hinder your success. Because it's just part of the part of the process is is sharing, you know, some insecurities, some fears, some failures along the way, those kind of things. You have to share those with your with your coach. So it is really important to feel super comfortable. I always want my you know clients coming to me or anybody that comes to me to never feel judged, to feel really open, to have the ability to be really honest with what they're going through. We're all coming at it with different histories and things like that, but there is so much in common. I feel like among a lot of women who've struggled with their weight or struggled with disordered eating habits or just trying to diet all the time. There's so many similarities among those stories, I find. For sure, yes, I agree. How do you feel like our coaching, our working together 
has helped you reach your goal so far? Because you're actually a current client. You haven't graduated yet. <laughs> I'm happy that I get to see you and talk to you every 10 days. So accountability is so important. I have to not behave, but it's like, it's, you know, you can't, you can't say like, oh, she's not a good nutritionist and you didn't do what she told you to do. <laughs> you know, it's a, a two-way street. You know what I'm saying? It's I- like you paying for a gym membership and you don't show up in the gym, something like this. Like how will you, how will you change? Right. So I'm like, she's giving me good pointers here and homeworks. I have to do my part. So because I was doing my part and you were giving me good homeworks or habits to, to take on little by little step by step. I think that's what really worked for me. Yes, exactly. And that is, I mean, Nicole and I talk about this all the time, but very few people are successful diving in headfirst into the deep end, overhauling all of their habits at once, right? For long-term success, that rarely works. You, you gotta kind of chip away at it little by little. And when we meet I'm not telling you, okay, now do this, now do this, now do this, right? We're having a back and forth conversation. You're filling me in on what's going on in your life. You're filling me in on how the last 10 or 12 days has gone. And then together from that information, we come up with, okay, this action step feels like it's going to be beneficial to you in this way. And we make sure that it feels really comfortable for you so that you feel pretty confident that you can execute that action step. We'd always want to make sure too, when we're working together, that these action steps are not like so far out of reach or overwhelming or daunting. They're just feeling really doable, realistic changes that you can just kind of slowly stack these wins on top of each other. And I love that analogy of not of signing up for the gym and not going to the gym and then blaming <laughs> the workouts. I mean, that's perfect. You can hire the best coach in the world. You can get the best meal service in the world. You can follow all of these inspirational people. But at the end of the day, It is up to you to do the work and accountability and support and having a plan is so key, but it's still going to be you putting in the work day by day, even when it's hard, even when you don't feel like it. And this is why it needs to be sustainable changes and not giant overhauls, right? Yes, that's what worked for me. What progress have you made that you're most proud of so far? Well, when we met, I had (laughs) three apps. I was tracking in three apps plus my food journal. So that's four. So I'm not doing any of those. I am not obsessed or as obsessed with thinking of food and my body 24-7 a day. I feel more freedom and, and safe, safe that. I can eat out and, and be okay, safe to go on vacation and you'll be okay, safe to be in a party, you'll be okay. There's no fear. Yeah, there's no fear. So those are the big ones, aside from my real goal of losing weight, which I did. I feel good, I, I look good, and I'm more confident, and I just... I'm just happier, a lot happier. You went through so many other wins and progress that you've made before you even got to the scale weight. And I do remember talking to you at one of our first calls 
we always start off by like really getting clear on what your big powerful goal is with each client. And I remember asking you, so is the scale an important metric for you? And you said, yes, it really is. And now it was the very bottom thing on your list because we've had so much other progress that gave you, like you said, you mentioned the word freedom so many times, like four different ways of tracking your food. And now you're down to zero and you're still seeing those incredible fat results that you wanted. You're feeling more confident. You have gone on, gosh, like four vacations, I feel like, since you've been in New York, you were in Florida, you were in Texas, yeah, yeah. all over I, the place. At least five, at least five since we got in that now I'm like, vacation is, I'm not scared of vacation, actually, I'm losing during vacation. And I just have to add, like, tears are running down because oh. when you said um, that weight is now in my end of the list, that's my priority. Because for someone who struggles with weight all the time, the number one that we look at is the number in the scale and not the other wins that are bigger than that number in the scale. So thank you for reminding me that that was my number one when we met. And now it's not even as important. So that alone shows the big progress and growth that I've gained from this. Thank you for sharing that. And I am, I am so proud of the work you've been willing to do and your honesty with me. I remember when you wrote on your check-in sheet, I feel like all I think about is food. And I could not be more proud of you because like you said, I'm here to help. I'm here to support you. I'm here to be accountability, but you are doing the work. And so this has all been achieved because you've really applied yourself to the process. And I'm just, I'm so, so immensely proud of you. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the process. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud of myself and I'm going to be forever grateful uh, for all your support and help. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, that is why I do what I do. I, <laughs> you know, and diet culture is... Uh, she's nasty and she's everywhere. And she really likes to tell us that the scale is the only way to measure progress, the most important way to measure progress. The smaller the number on the scale, the better. The smaller the number on your pants, the better. And I think it can be so hard and challenging for us to kind of take a step back. Even if we have a fat loss goal and a body composition goal, I'm certainly not anti those things at all. But I think it is just so important to kind of open our eyes and zoom out big picture here and look at, I just think we're all meant for so much more than just thinking about food and losing weight our entire lives. And like you said, you didn't want to get to 90 and taking those diet pills. I don't think any of us want to waste our lives just trying to get smaller. We want to, we have so much more to give the world. Yes. (laughs) And again, that can be a part of it. And I am such a huge believer in taking care of our health and really prioritizing, you know, our our big foundational healthy habits. But it should never come at the cost of our mental health. If if your mental health is deteriorating because of the things you're trying to do in the name of health and wellness, something isn't quite hitting the mark there. And it's like, yeah, so important to zoom out and just 
look at the big picture and make sure that we're feeling good. We're feeling that food freedom. We're feeling confident. Relationship with food is good. Relationship with the scale is good. It's all so important. Absolutely. I can't agree any, any more with that. That's like the truth. And actually, I posted today something like, um, can we just stop thinking of losing weight? Because it's like a habit already. Like, mm-hmm. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. That now that you got into your goal, you say, I want to lose weight. I wanna, it becomes a habit. Yeah, exactly. That goalpost keeps getting moved further and further back. You know, oh, I just want to get to 150 and then I'll be happy. Yes. Well, maybe 145. Actually, yes. you know what? I think it's 140. And then it's... Correct. Yeah. It's so a they have a buffer. Like, yeah, can we just stop that? Exactly. Exactly. It's a slippery slope and... Yeah, it takes a lot of intention to kind of undo those thought patterns because like anything else, it's a habit. The way we talk to ourselves is a habit. The way we think about our body and fat loss and all those things, it's habit just like any of other habits. So it does take a lot of intentionality to retrain our brain to not only be thinking about those things, but you know, you're you're kind of living proof here that you can do it if you're willing to do the work, kind of get down and dirty, <laughs> do the work. if you need help if you know you need help you gotta get it you gotta get that help I would highly recommend if you think just a little tiny bit that you need a coach go get one and I highly recommend both of you thank you that's so kind if you could go back talk to your past self or someone in a similar situation what do you think you needed to hear most in the moment? You know, you've had a couple different points in your life, you know, like you mentioned when you were at your highest weight after breastfeeding your daughter or when you were trying to get off the diet pills. What did you need to hear most in those moments, do you think? What is your goal life? Like, how do you want to see your life in 10 years or 20 years? Now tell me, are you doing things to have that in 10 years, in 20 years, or you're just wishing. I think that is the biggest thing. I always put in my head, like, how do I want to be in 10 or 15, 20 years from now? And that's why I do this. That's why I'm into my wellness my my I work on my my body for strength because I if if I can look better than today and stronger, why not? Why not? That is one of my favorite hacks. Think from your future self. You have to show up as that version of yourself and get really clear on who she is and then kind of start acting like her before you really feel like you are her. You have to do things you're, you know, I've I've heard it's like the pillow test. How do you want to feel when your head hits the pillow at night? You want to feel proud of your day? Mm, I've never heard of that. Yeah, Mm. I've I've recently heard that for the first time and I liked it. So like the pillow test, how do you want to feel when your head hits the pillow? Do you want to feel like, man, I gave it my all today and our showing up in our all looks different every day. You know, I'm not saying we have to hit every mark perfectly every day, but is there some effort being put forth to get to that version of yourself and have a deeper why? You're not doing this necessarily for a clothing size. You're doing it to be strong and healthy in 10, 15 years. And that's such amazing motivation to keep you going. 
Yes, that's like, yeah, how I envision myself in the future years. Like when, whenever I post stuff, people always like my age, especially my age, it's like, wow, Celine, are you training for something? Like all I see is like you're working out, you're eating this and that. I said, I am training for my future self. I want to be independent till I'm 80, 90, 100. It's not just living long. It's living long with good quality, like my mental state, my, my, my muscles, my, my, everything's still strong. I, another thing I saw floating around social media, I wish I could take credit for this because I love it so much. You know, a lot of it's training for our summer bodies. I saw somebody cross that out and put, screw that. I'm training for my old lady body. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying like to look good in a bikini yeah. this summer. I want to be living a independent quality life for as long as I possibly can. Yeah, I don't want my daughter to be taking care of me. And she wouldn't want that too, or my husband, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's why I'm doing this. I'm with you there. Totally agree. Longevity is one of the best motivators. And yeah. luckily, we don't have 100% control over how we age, but we have a lot. A lot of it lies in our hands. So we can control what we can control, and it's a big chunk of how we age. For sure. If you can prevent something by doing good habits, you know, and not wait till you get sick or injured to do and start good habits, why not? Why, why not do it now? Exactly. I totally agree. Don't wait for a wake-up call. Do it now. Yeah. Well, Celine, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, Just again, thank you. Uh, I got emotional and (laughs) because this is a big deal. Um, And I just hope like whoever is listening, maybe we touch one person um, or two. If you really want to change and you in your heart, and so feel discouraged or feel like scared or feel like you're a loser because you, you've tried so many times. Try, don't give up. Don't give up. Try again. Maybe it's this time because I've tried so many times. I think huh, maybe 10 times I've gained, I've lost... And I'm so glad I never gave up. Don't give up on yourself because we're all worth it. We're all worth it. We, we are only given one life. Let's, let's live it up. I love it so much. I completely agree. Thank you so, so much for your time, for sharing your story. I, yes, I just really appreciate your time being here on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome. If anybody has any questions about coaching, feel free to reach out to Nicole and I on Instagram. You can also hit the link in the show notes for an application to one-on-one coaching. And thank you all for listening so much. Nicole will be back next time. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.